Today is Monday, October 17th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Biden's COVID vaccine mandates are crumbling across the country. Lawsuits and governors and attorney generals and private citizens are suing Joe Biden, fighting back, walking off the job. It is an absolute nine alarm fire for Joe Biden, and it's a nine alarm fire inside of Joe Biden's brain. We watched his brain snap multiple times this weekend. We'll bring you the clips. It's an embarrassment to this country. Also an embarrassment to our national security. China has launched a new space capability with nuclear hypersonic missiles that could hit the U.S. in a matter of minutes. It is a less safe world when weak men and women lead it. But we are not weak. We are strong and we are winning. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. In every classic movie, there's this moment where all hope seems lost, right? Where all the forces of evil have combined and compounded and they have victory within their grasp and the good guys are hopeless and they have one last shot and they're fighting and Luke Skywalker blows up the Death Star, right? Or Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader team up and they kill the Emperor where uh, there's this flip of the narrative, this flip of the script, right? Scar gets thrown off of Pride Rock or Gaston gets thrown out of the Beast's castle. The 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 flip the the flip of the script happens, and suddenly the good guys get the upper hand, and uh, the forces of evil are vanquished, and they can't believe they lost it all. This is a classic narrative trick, but it keeps people interested. And honestly. It's happening right now to Joe Biden, and it is beautiful, where it seemed as though the forces of authoritarian evil in our government were really coming from all sides and were going to really crush us, crush the freedom-loving people of this country, and... They were doing a good job of scaring the pants off a lot of people. Well, this is the moment the tide turns. This last week was the moment of the energy shift. It was the energy shift that changed everything. This last week was a moment when Southwest Airlines pilots started to stand up. And then you saw other pilots across the country stand up. And then you saw federal judges start issuing rulings against the mandate in favor of religious freedom, which makes a ton of sense, and against anti-discrimination, which is exactly how you should litigate this, because it is discriminatory against Christians, against people who do not want medicine that they don't need or don't wish to have, right? It's discrimination against your agency, your body agency. Well, then you saw states like Oklahoma step up and say that they are going to really, with sharp teeth, sue the Biden administration along with, and they gave up the ghost here, a ton of other attorney generals. And they said that they are all getting ready to sue the Biden administration. Many small businesses began to sue the Biden administration. Then this weekend, the final shoe dropped. The tide was turning already, but now the nightmare scenario that the Biden administration fears the very most massive publicly traded companies with massive amounts of staff in every state. All 50 states has a Delta Airlines employee. Delta Airlines CEO says, nope. 
sorry, not going to do it. We're not going to do a divisive vaccine mandate for our employees. We can decide for our employees what's best for them. And what's best for them is that we respect them and their bodily agency. Let's get one thing very straight here. If you are an employer who mandates medicine go into the bodies of your employees so that they can get a paycheck from you, well, you're neo-feudalist. You just believe that your bo- the bodies of your employees belong to you. That's, just, that's downright evil. It's wrong. It's not the way that our Western society has evolved. We actually fought civil wars against slavery, against people, owners, masters who thought that they owned someone's body and could tell that body what to do and how to live. No, we got rid of that system a long time ago, and America was in the forefront of actually getting rid of that system. It is a proud tradition that we should continue in this country by not allowing vaccine mandates. All right, so let's read here from Fox Business about what this CEO did this weekend. Delta Airlines CEO ditches divisive COVID vaccine mandate. The Delta Airlines CEO's name is Ed Bastian, and he reportedly Uh, has taken an effective step to stop all vaccine mandates on uh, Delta Airlines. He's holding off. They have thousands of employees in all 50 states, and they are saying no to the vaccine mandates. Ed Bastian went on Fox and said that 90% of his employees are already vaccinated uh, and that he expects that to rise to another 5% within the next month without a mandate in place. Bastian acknowledged that there will need to be religious and medical accommodations made to those who wish to remain unvaccinated while avoiding uh, while avoiding having to threaten employment status. The guy went on and said, hey, listen, like we, we are not going to make it a condition of your employment that you take medicine that you don't want or need. And that's really none of our business, right? We're done with that system here. Thank God. We need to see more CEOs standing up uh, like this man. Ed Bastian was on Fox News. Go ahead and listen to this. At Delta today, we are 90% vaccinated, fully vaccinated across our entire company. And more and more vaccinations are coming in by the day. So I expect by the time we get to November next month, we're going to be at the 95% threshold. And when you consider there's going to be religious and some uh, medical accommodations made uh, that we're going to need to consider. By the time we're done, we'll be pretty close to fully vaccinated as a company without going through all the divisiveness of a mandate. You know, we're proving that you can work collaboratively with your people, trusting your people to make the right decisions, respecting their decisions, and not you know, forcing them over the loss of their job. We applaud Delta Airlines. We want uh, American Airlines, Southwest, and every major corporation to join in. If you are a corporation, again, and you believe that you can shove medicine into your employees' bodies, well, then you're evil and you don't deserve to have employees. This is a positive thing. It's a very, very good thing that we're seeing across the country, these CEOs standing up. Unfortunately, there are not a lot of courageous people in the state-level governments, especially in extremely dark blue liberal states like the state of Washington, which went ahead and fired a ton of police officers, first responders, cops, EMS, construction workers. I saw it all over my feed this last weekend. Uh, They were getting laid off because they did not hit a vaccination by the vaccination cutoff date. These officers had posted some 
heart-wrenching videos in Tacoma, Washington, an officer, 20-plus year veteran on the force who'd saved a lot of lives and done a lot of hard work serving his community was laid off, and they posted a heart-wrenching, just crushing clip. You have to listen to this. It is the sound of the officer leaving his post, calling into his dispatch one last time. Have a listen. This is my final sign-off. Um, after 22 years of serving the citizens of the state of Washington, um, being asked to leave because I am dirty. Um, numerous fatalities, um, injuries, I've worked sick, I've played sick. Um, we've buried lots of friends over these years. I'd like to thank you guys. I'd like to thank the um, citizens of Yakima County, as well as my fellow officers within the Valley. Without you guys, I wouldn't have been very successful. And You've kept me safe and got me home to my family every night. Um, thank you for that. Um, wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So State 1034, this is the last time you'll hear me in a state patrol car. And Jay Ansley can kiss my ass. Jay Inslee there mentioned at the very end of that sign off is the governor of Washington state. He is obviously a extreme leftist. This guy doesn't care at all about the lives of the working class families who this is affecting. It is hard to really state the cruelty of this action to tell someone that they can no longer provide for their children, no longer have bread on their table that their careers that they have worked their entire lives on. I mean, that guy's got to be middle age. There's no starting over. Luckily, there are states with opportunities like Florida is uh, hiring a ton of laid off police officers right now and giving them uh, bonuses and benefits. It's amazing. But this guy will have to uproot his family and go all the way to Florida. Does he want to do that? Washington state to Florida. How long is that? 3000 miles away. This is like an insane trip to do that move right now. Who knows? Is his, are his kids in school? You know, what is he going to do? Start working at Subway? What do you do if you're a retired cop, right? If you're trying to get pension in the police force 20 plus years, what do you do? These mandates have destroyed lives and they're hurting communities, but people are fighting back. Wait till you hear what's happening inside of Chicago and on a federal level, the lawsuit that is being prepared by the military in order to go after Joe Biden for these mandates, this stuff is spicy. Spicy is also how I like to season my steaks. I have my own signature rub, a little fresh cracked black pepper, sea salt, and then some paprika. Makes for a spicy steak. And the best steaks are from Good Ranchers, guys. This weekend, I had some buddies over. We were watching college football. We cracked a beer. We went out back. Hot grill, flames on the grill, and lucky me, I didn't have to go to the store. I didn't have to pay absorbent prices. The prices at the supermarket are skyrocketing, and you have to wait in line. You have to drive there. You don't know if the cut of meat you're getting is very good. I just have to pop open my fridge, and there's going to be good ranchers. In the Johnson household, good ranchers. We love good ranchers because we're supporting 100% American-made, raised beef and chicken. It's delicious. It shows up right to our doorstep and it's ready when you need it. We had T-Bones and New York Strip this weekend. It was delicious. Guys, go to goodranchers.com. 
backslash Benny, goodranchers.com backslash Benny to get $20 off your first order and free express shipping right to your doorstep. Make sure that when your buddies come over for college football Sunday, you are ready to go. Everybody respects a man who can grill and a man who eats like an American. Go to goodranchers.com backslash Benny. All right, well, someone who is also getting grilled is Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Lori Lightfoot is set to fire hundreds of Chicago's finest police department, Chicago PD, cops, beat cops, people who are protecting a city that has more deaths in it than Aleppo or Fallujah or Baghdad. That's right. Almost 800 people have been murdered in the streets of Chicago this year alone. 800 people murdered. Again, I I cannot state to you how how large that number is. For one American city, it's more deadly than some of the deadliest places around the planet, places that you wouldn't want your son or daughter to be deployed to if they were in the military and they were on deployment. You wouldn't want them to be sent to Chicago. Well, Chicago is getting ready to become far more dangerous because Lori Lightfoot is going to be firing a ton of cops. Reading to you now from the Daily Mail, vaccine showdown in the Windy City, nearly 50% of Chicago's 13th. Thousand strong police force could be put on unpaid leave for ignoring Mayor Lori Lightfoot's mandate. Here we go. Let's read. 6,500 Chicago cops could be placed on leave for thumbing their noses at the city's just expired deadline to get the COVID vaccine after police union president warned Lori Lightfoot of a possible strike resulting in the judge issuing a temporary restraining order against the cops late Friday night. The feud between Lightfoot and the head of the Chicago branch of the Fraternal Order of Police escalated when Lightfoot brought the fight to the court and filed a complaint for injunctive relief. Lightfoot's mandate requires that all civic employees, including 13,000 sworn in Chicago police officers, report their vaccine status by Friday, October 15th. Let me stop there. Leave. Leave. I know it sucks. I know it's hard. I know as much as anyone. I left the place where my family called home for a decade. I lived in Washington, D.C. You may say, Benny, you're an idiot for living there. Okay, fine. But there was a time when D.C. actually had some decent law and order and was really turning a corner, and I thought it'd be a good place for our career. Indeed, my wife had a great job. I had a great job. We had a lot of friends there, and we left because they defunded their police. Ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing more powerful than speaking with your feet leaving these areas, go. They don't care about you. They are oath breakers. They swore an oath to protect you if you are a cop and you are being forced into an unconstitutional mandate, which will get overturned. There is so many lawsuits that are lining up against this mandate. Guys, it's going to be just a massive nightmare, but your family is going to suffer. They're going to fire you and they probably won't rehire you Uh, even after the lawsuits. So get out. Leave. Let these places burn. I mean it. And it, it, it hurts to say that because I like Chicago a lot. My family, my parents live in Illinois right now. We, we used to vacation in Chicago every single Christmas. We would go to Chicago every Christmas. It's a beautiful city. Actually, Chicago is a wonderful city. I very much enjoy Chicago and we haven't been in years because of the policies that they are instituting and making the city unsafe. So I get it. I moved to a red state. 
I voted with my feet. Now my taxes go to Florida, go to Ron DeSantis, and to the representatives who uh, reflect my worldview. But guys, that's federalism, man. Stop complaining and go. You know, that's exactly why we conquered the West. It's exactly why there was expansionism in America. Because people were sick of living in these rat-infested, filthy cities. They were corrupt. They were run by mafia, and they were run by corruption. It was, life there was brutal. It was unsafe. And it was crooked. And so people just said, to hell with this. I'm going to go make my life somewhere else. Fresh air, fresh people, people who believe in independence and freedom. And you know what? It's a huge country. There are so many wonderful places to live in this country. I grew up in a wonderful place in this country, in Iowa. I now live in a wonderful place in this country, in Florida. Family values, happy people, American flags out front of every house. Those places still exist. It's just that the corporate media only reports from inside of their little bubble, inside of these corrupt, rotten, broken cities. So get the hell out of there. Cops, 6,500 of you in Chicago, stop fighting. Say, to hell with you. Bye, see ya, goodbye, we're done. Enjoy. Have a great time. Enjoy calling the National Guard. Because that's what's going to happen now. The city will burn. And it sucks. But you need to live in the policies that you created. There's a parable in the Bible about the prodigal son. And the prodigal son leaves the father. The father has really great plans for the son, and the son leaves the father and says, you know what, screw you. I'm going to go make my own way. And he makes a bunch of bad decisions, and he ends up in pig slop, eating with the pigs. He squandered everything that he had, and now he's eating the pig food. You need to eat pig food. If you made bad decisions, you need to live by those decisions. Eat the pig food. Now the story, you know, the story ends with the son going back to his father and the father welcoming him back and the son lives a, 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 lives a, a noble life and the, the father welcomes him back. I mean, if you want these cities to turn around, if you want these policies to turn around, let these people live in their slop. Let these people live in their filth. It's why I'm not totally torn up over the recall in California, the recall election in California. I mean, it's like if you want to live like that, then live like that. That's fine. Lose congressional seats, lose population. Tesla moved completely out of California to Texas. Let that happen. Let these places crumble and burn, and then you'll see it spin around. That's just the, the story of human nature. But here we are in Chicago, and the mayor of Chicago is suing in order to fire half of the police force because they won't give the mayor bodily autonomy over their, their bodies and their souls. It's so disgusting. So that they could take medicine that they don't want to take. Lori Lightfoot uh, said on CNN, this is a manufactured crisis by the Fraternal Order of Police. No, it's a manufactured crisis by you. The last thing you need to do is be losing cops. The uh, Fraternal Order of the Police took to YouTube to tell the cops to ignore the mandates, calling it nonsense, and even hinting at a potential strike as he threatened that the city would be left without half or less of its regular officers. Oh my gosh. Guys, I lived in a place that had defunded police in Washington, D.C. In the course of one year after they defunded the police in Washington, D.C., 
in the course of six months, sorry, let's just rewind the clock there. The course of six months, I went from living on an extremely safe, you know, like a, a, a gentrifying, let's just call it block. It's a great block, working class block, some rough edges, but it's very uh, up and coming to having murders in my front yard. The house next door to me burned to the ground while my infant baby was right next door and having regular, I'm talking nightly shootings on my block, gunfire. Again, it's like Beirut, going to bed in Beirut. It's like going to bed in Hamid Karzai Airport during the American withdrawal. It's nightmarish. And it's the city on the couple blocks away, 19 blocks away. I lived on 19th Street in Washington, D.C., 19 blocks away from the U.S. Capitol, where Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer were kneeling to BLM with kente cloth on, begging them to defund their police. And then this was what was happening. By the way, the people who were shot were always black on my block. They were the ones suffering the most from the defunded police, by the way. They were the people who were suffering the most. We did an entire story where we interviewed people in these predominantly, if not entirely, black neighborhoods where I asked them if they wanted their police defunded. And of course, they said no. To, to a man and a woman, they all said no. Do not defund our police. We went to blocks where people had been murdered recently, where children had been murdered just sitting on their front porch. It was horrific. Anyway, this is what's going to happen in Chicago. It's not going to, it's not going to uh, uh, end well. It's going to end in people getting hurt. I've seen it. Uh, We'll see what happens. We'll keep you up to date. But if you live in Chicago, get out. That's what I say. If you live in Chicago, get out. And we'll see if it comes to that. Right now, there's a massive lawsuit that is being filed against uh, federal, by federal employees and military members against Joe Biden for this unconstitutional vaccine mandate. This is a big one and a very scary one for the administration. Uh, two dozen military members, federal employees, and federal civilian contractors have joined a massive class action lawsuit against the Biden administration's federal mandatory vaccine policy. This is big. The group includes members from all five branches of the U.S. military, including Navy SEALs, Green Berets, and several high-ranking officers. The Liberty Council, a Christian legal firm, filed the lawsuit in the U.S. District Court and the Middle District Court of Florida. Good for you. File these lawsuits in Florida. Go. Do it in a red state. State with Trump judges. On behalf of 24 plaintiffs who oppose the vaccine because of their deeply held religious beliefs, obviously, so far they have been refused any religious exemption or accommodation in the mandate. Well, again, the federal judge in Utica ruled that that was discrimination and that that, that you can't discriminate based on religion. Uh, especially from a federal level. So if you're a federal employee or a member of the military, you can't be discriminated against. You can't be like, hey, you're a Muslim, get out of here, right? We're not going to let you in the army. And you certainly can't, you know, take a Jewish member of our military and deny them the uh, practicing of their religion, Islam, Hindu, Christian, Buddhist, you, you got to make accommodations, right, for the practicing of their religions. Uh, and when you tell people that they need to take a vaccine that was potentially derived from uh, aborted fetal cells, right, so we know that uh, that's one very firm basis for religious exemption. There are many, many teachings in the church about that. 
or just simply because of your conscience. The archbishop of the military, there's an archbishop of the military for the Catholic Church, uh, said, yeah, you're exempt from this if your conscience tells you that you don't want the vaccine, then as a Catholic, you are exempt. It's a beautiful thing to see. Well, these people are pushing back, and it's not going to be pretty for the Biden administration. Uh, Plaintiffs have demonstrated their commitments to the United States Constitution and the nation's future comfort, security, and prosperity. The court should demand that the nation return the favor, telling plaintiffs they must accept or receive the shot they oppose according to their sincerely held religious beliefs or face court-martial, dishonorable discharge, and other life-altering disciplinary measures, disgraces, and sacrifices these heroes. The sacrifices these heroes have made. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, Homeland Security Secretary Alexandria Mayorkas, and Joe Biden are listed as the suit's defendant. This is huge. This is huge. A U.S. Navy spokesperson declined to comment when asked if there are any medical or religious exemptions for the vaccine uh, approved. Uh, this is really something else. Uh, 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 the lawsuit argues that the federal vaccine mandate is unconstitutional because it directly violates the plaintiff's First Amendment rights and, more specifically, religious freedoms. You already have district court judges ruling and saying that, th- listen, you're going to stop the entire vaccine mandate in the state of New York. One of the most Orwellian, cruel, and harshest vaccine mandates are in the state of New York, and a federal judge stopped it dead and said, no, you're not going to be uh, doing that here because it's discrimination uh, against the people without taking into context their religious freedom. You know, this is discriminatory. Well, you're going to see that happening, I think, in this case. I'm no lawyer, but I got to say, this seems like a very, very strong case. You're going to ruin someone's lives without accounting for the fact that you're discriminating against them uh, and their religion. Man, guys, this is big. This is big. We like pay attention to this story. It is uh, uh, it is massive. All right. Something else massive that is happening in this country is the amount of money being spent by the Fed. Guys, you've got to watch your money. You've got to watch your currency. You've got to watch your investments right now. Be careful what you're putting your money into because the government is spending like a drunken sailor. It makes everything a little unstable. That's why my friend Tika Tuwari, editor of the independent financial research firm Palm Beach Research Group, is my go-to expert on everything crypto and Bitcoin. 2016, he picked Bitcoin when it was selling around 750 bucks. Man, if you bought then, you are a multi-millionaire now. He has a new presentation on the subject that the Wall Street Journal called Fundamental, like the internet and electricity. Warren Buffett was an early backer, as was the Bank of America, Coca-Cola, Wells Fargo, and plenty more. The CEO of NASDAQ called it the biggest opportunity in a decade. That's why he's devoted the last four years of his life learning everything he can about it. Mass adoption has just begun, and it's time to get in now. This is the type of opportunity that could change lives. It's like turning back the clock and buying shares of Microsoft back in the 80s or Apple in the year 2000. He believes that you can make a lifetime of gains in just a few short years. Please check out his presentation at nextcryptowave.com. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Go to nextcryptowave.com now. 
All right, well, someone you wouldn't be betting on to win a cognitive championship of any type would be the president of the United States, Joe Biden, who was back to his usual screaming, yelling, and behaving illegally this weekend. We have all of that in this next segment. Man, Joe Biden was giving a speech and just started to snap. His brain just started to snap in half. You started to hear him yell for no reason. Let's play the clip, and what do you make of this? We have fewer democracies in the world today than we did 15 years ago. Fewer, not more, fewer. Cannot be sustained. That's why from day one of my administration, I've taken concrete steps to put human rights back at the center of our foreign policy and reassert our moral leadership on the global stage. Fewer! Fewer! <laughs> Fewer! <laughs> what? What is it? Who let Joe Biden out? Where is his bathrobe? This is embarrassing. Why is he not sitting watching the birds, watching the birds out the window, feeding the birds with a warm blanket on his lap, with some applesauce in a bowl? This is where Joe Biden belongs, but instead he's running the world. God. And he's embarrassing all of it. And he's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You should be embarrassed. I am embarrassed. And the only thing that we can do about it is to push back, to fight back, to rip away the ability for him to pass legislation through Congress by flipping the House, flipping the Senate, rip away the ability for him to fund his ridiculous legislation. A lot of that legislation has to do with COVID. A lot of that COVID legislation has to do with rules that the Biden administration don't even follow themselves. This weekend, uh, we saw revealed photographs and video of Joe Biden wandering through a restaurant, one of the fancier restaurants in Washington, Fiola Mar, right there on the waterfront in Georgetown. This restaurant is very expensive, very fancy, very posh, oh, and very liberal. Oh, it's in the most liberal part of the city in Georgetown, very expensive part of the city. All the hati ta 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 people, they all live there. Everyone who's made it in Washington. Ambassadors and members of the state and lifelong bureaucrats. Uh, anyway, they all live inside of the Georgetown bubble and they love their liberal policies there, right? So they've got to love the city of D.C.'s policy that you must be masked indoors, right? So uh, per Muriel Bowser's CDC guidance, and Muriel Bowser's executive order uh, starting on Saturday, July 31st. All individuals over the age of two are required to wear a mask indoors regardless of vaccination status. Masks must be worn at all times in the restaurant except while eating and drinking, but Joe Biden wasn't wearing a mask. <gasps> oh, wow. He wasn't wearing a mask. And people criticized him for that, but I don't think Joe Biden heard the message. Joe Biden's staff and his protection and his security, well, they all were masked, you see. The little people were masked. The servant class of Joe Biden, they were all dutifully masking, much like AOC on the red carpet at the Met Gala. She had her dress carried in. Her Tax the Rich dress was carried in by quivering, shaking, don't-make-eye-contact masked servants. This is the world they want for you. They want a world where you are masked, and you lose your job, and you lose your employment because of their mandates, and they don't give a damn. There isn't a vaccine mandate at the White House. Did you know this? Isn't that shocking? 
That's very strange. Why isn't there a vaccine mandate at the White House? Well, that's directly under Joe Biden's control, right? Where's that mandate? Very odd. Well, here we have Joe Biden breaking yet another rule of the left. Will he get the $1,000 fine where you could get fined for not wearing a mask? Is Joe Biden going to get fined? He's wandering through a restaurant. He's maskless. And he's in he's inside of a I mean, Joe Biden's like 80, 180. He, I mean, you know, he's he's been in the Senate since uh, George Washington. John Adams was providing presiding over the Senate as vice president. And he's Joe Biden's first term, I think. It's not it's not great that Joe Biden's not wearing a mask. He's in he's certainly inside of a at risk population, a highly at risk population. But we've seen maskless. We've seen maskless liberals across the country. Nancy Pelosi, you remember, inside of the salon. Gavin Newsom, inside of the French Laundry. Muriel Bowser was breaking her own mask guidelines. Just recently, Gretchen Whitmer and Lori Lightfoot all breaking mask guidelines. Many of them traveling throughout the pandemic during lockdowns. These people, they just care about power over you. We can repeat it again and again. The only purpose of these mandates and these restrictions are for you to feel small, for you to feel the weight of their power over your life. And now what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You're going to fight back? You're going to move like I did? We just moved. We just screw you. We're going to go to a place that respects individual liberty. So we went to Florida. And it is the best decision that my wife and I have ever made. We spent the weekend on the beach. We sat on a little beach that's 30 minutes away from our house. Our daughter played in the water, and it was beautiful. Nobody hissed at us when we walked maskless into a grocery store to get a sub sandwich and some uh, fried chicken. We had a wonderful time, and we walked out into the bright sunshine, and it was beautiful, a beautiful thing to see. Well, you would be seeing better uh, with your own eyes if you used Better Spectacles. Better Spectacles is the best eyewear company in the world. This is a company that I personally endorse and I wear glasses every single day. It is essential for me to do my job. They're the best glasses I have ever worn, been wearing them for 10 years. Better Spectacles offers German-engineered Rodenstock eyewear for the first time in the United States. Rodenstock is a 144-year-old German company and the world's gold standard with over 500 patents and decades ahead of every other eyeglasses company on the market. Their eye specialists help everyone who needs to buy glasses, but they specialize in really difficult prescriptions like mine. One of their specialties is for near and intermediate vision, which is a problem when you're looking at a phone or a screen all day, like I do. I do it to do this show and to do all of my social media videos. I'm just staring into a screen. They can do that that kind of looking into a screen. That kind of looking into a screen can do massive damage to your eyes. The computer spectacles from Rodenstock use an advanced algorithm from more than 2 million patients Measuring 7,000 points in the eye, the result is more energy, no neck strain. It allows you to see up to 40% better. Trust me, guys, when I switched over to better... Trust me, guys, when I switched over to Better Spectacles, my life changed. Go to betterspectacles.com backslash Benny now to schedule a teleoptical appointment. You don't even have to leave your house. They're offering an introductory 61% off computer plus free handcrafted German-made Rotenstock frames with every order. 
Go to betterspectacles.com backslash Benny now to schedule a teleoptical appointment. You don't even have to leave your house. They're offering an introductory 61% off their computer plus free handcrafted German-made rodent stock frames with every order. Go now, betterspectacles.com backslash Benny. All right, even without a pair of better spectacles, everyone could have seen this coming. There is no such thing as a vacuum in nature. Power vacuums get filled instantly. There's always someone there to take your place. And if America's going to be weak and crumbling, guess what? China's going to come in like a roaring dragon. And that dragon roared this weekend as China tested a new space capability with nuclear-capable hypersonic missiles shocking U.S. intelligence. This is really scary stuff. Okay, let's read here from the New York Times. China tested a nuclear-capable hypersonic missile in August that circled the globe before speeding towards its target, demonstrating an advanced space capacity that caught U.S. intelligence by surprise. Five people familiar with the test said that the Chinese military launched a rocket that carried a hypersonic glide vehicle which flew through low space orbit before cruising down towards its target. The missile missed its target by about two dozen miles, according to three people briefed on the intelligence, but two said that the test showed that China had made astounding progress on hypersonic weapons and was far more advanced than U.S. Official real, officials realized. Well, that could potentially be because people are selling China our secrets. We covered last week that there was an indictment against a man and a woman uh, b that were based in nuclear technology in our own military, and they were selling it to a foreign adversary. You can guess who that was. Luckily, it was just an undercover FBI agent. But really astonishing how China's it's so advanced when we are allowing them to spy on our phones and allowing TikTok apps on our military bases. How could they possibly get our, our tech? How is it possible? We have no idea how they did this, said one of the sources for the article. Okay, yeah, I bet you do. U.S., again, guys, there's TikTok. TikTok is a Chinese spyware app. It gets into your phone and it steals data from your phone. And so if anything from those bases is on your phone, photos, intel, information, phone calls, well, guess where that's going. The U.S., Russia, and China are all developing hypersonic weapons, including glide vehicles that are launched into space on a rocket but orbit the Earth under their own momentum. They fly at five times the speed of sound, slower than a ballistic missile, but they do not follow a fixed parabolic trajectory of ballistic missiles and are then maneuverable, making them harder to track. So the purpose of these missiles are to make it so that you can't shoot them out of space, right? So you launch a missile, you can track that missile, and you can intercept that missile if you can figure out where the missile is going to be in the sky. This makes it very hard to do that. U.S. military officials in recent months have warned about China's growing nuclear capacity, particularly after the release of satellite imagery that showed it was building more than 200 intercontinental missile silos. Oh, great. China is not bound by any arms control deals and has been unwilling to engage the U.S. in talks about its nuclear arsenal policy. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is releasing the number of nuclear weapons that we have in America, meaning he's telling everyone how many nuclear weapons we have in the United States. The uh, number was around like 300 or something, but why would you do that? What strategic value does that have to America to protect us from China or from anyone else by telling them the number of nuclear missiles in our arsenal?
head of North American Aerospace Defense Command, told a conference that China had recently demonstrated very advanced hypersonic glide vehicle capabilities. He warned that the Chinese capability would prove significant challenges to any NORAD capability to provide threat or warning attack assessment. Two of the people familiar with the Chinese test said the weapon could, in theory, fly over the South Pole. That would pose a huge challenge to the U.S. military because its missile defense systems are focused on the northern polar route. The news comes just weeks after the Pentagon called hypersonic weapons too expensive. Oh, man. So we are downgrading and the Chinese are upgrading. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a very, very dangerous time. We live in a time when our leaders are not taking this job seriously. Kamala Harris, in the meantime, is making videos not about hypersonic nuclear delivery vehicles, uh, but making videos staring into a telescope saying, can you, can you believe someone built this? A telescope. <laughs> no, seriously, I have to play the clip just one more time. It gives us a sense of the magnitude of it all. Earth is kind of small, yeah. right? The Earth is like a speck yeah. compared to the sun. But we have designed, I mean, look at the design of this thing. And the people and the smart people and the scientists and the engineers came up with the idea that if you build something that looks like that, you can see the sun yeah. and you can see the moon, right? Well, wait till you guys see the moon. I'm telling you, I just, I don't know what it is about those craters on the moon. Always dream with ambition. Have big dreams. You'll remember that? Yes. All right. Yep, and at the same time, Joe Biden is just screaming the word fewer for no reason. Just screaming that word at a bewildered audience. Joe Biden is mumbling, applesauce dripping down his chin. Kamala Harris is giggling about telescopes with child actors, and the Chinese are launching space missiles with nuclear warheads on them. Oh, great. Oh, wonderful. It is like the dumbing down of our country. It's like incredible watching the country commit suicide. We have to change course, ladies and gentlemen. We have to demand better. We have to put adults in charge once more. I mean, Pete Buttigieg has been on paternity leave for the last two months. Paternity leave? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, I, I have one little baby and another on the way. Um, I didn't need two months of paternity leave. Got I didn't, I needed to get back to work to make sure I supported my wife. My baby needed my wife, needed the maternal nurturing that only my wife could provide through the God given capacity of her body to provide it. Uh, I was very useless. I could hold the baby. The baby could sleep on me and that's about it. That's about my usefulness as a new dad to a newborn. But Pete Buttigieg, been gone. Everyone's gone. If you wondered what it looked like to have no adults in charge and nobody actually caring about the future of this country, just look at the America before you. And now look at what China is doing and be terrified. We need a change of course and quick. A change of course and quick. That is what we are looking for here at The Benny Show. This has been a very fun and packed show. Thank you all so very much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.